welcome uh, welcome everybody uh, fedsair leadership forum 2022 virtual kickoff event um, along with me there will be two more leaders who would be joining us sirvi so call who will be joining around 715 and we will have lavanya reddy poreddy uh, lavanya has uh, got stuck up with something related to her son you know so that's the reason she's running a little late this event was her idea and thanks to silpa who basically started the overall process you know the goal of this event is to have all some of the key leaders who want to volunteer to help others introduce themselves some of us who have come to this event in the past uh, must remember that i've always emphasized that people like us who have gone through traumas and trials in life we inherently build a lot of leadership capabilities that really helps you emerge as a leader no matter which area of work you are in no matter which profession you are in no matter what kind of you know uh, career path you have chosen and the goal is to help each other bring out that particular leader leaders are not the only people who are at the top of the company at every level of the organization you have leaders and you can basically make an impact in the organization of course over a period of time we all aspire to grow and you know get to wherever we want to get in our lives what we are going to do is uh, i will go last at the end but i would like to have our leaders come in uh, you know and uh, basically introduce their own leadership journey in life and also let everybody know what areas do they want to volunteer for mentorship so what we want to do is to start a peer to peer mentorship in fedsay leadership forum where people feel comfortable first of all if you have any issues if you have any challenges go ahead and share it on the fedsay leadership forum whatsapp group we'll try to help you and based upon the people who have shown you the you know the inclination <clears throat> one second guys who have shown you the inclination of basically working on or want to help you essentially uh, you can basically work with them approach them and get some direct mentorship uh, said how do i switch on the the spotlight i think i clicked it i already did, did for you but uh, okay I, by you... mistake i by mistake i switched it off if you can okay i'll give you the host role and you can do from there i think i already spotlighted so just give me a second uh tusha right okay yeah uh make host okay you're the host now okay so, and then how do i how do i switch on the spotlight uh, i think on on your video right click and make spotlight for you are already actually spotlight by the way okay good no worries mm -hmm. so that's the whole thought process um we had some parallel groups which we ran in the past like power of now uh, you know which lakshmi raguna was involved we had you know groups of course for both you know boys group and girls group which people basically worked on and worked their way through that so before we start and kick start the process and have some of our leaders introduce just uh, you know curious who among you are willing to be mentors if you want to just raise your hand so that i remember you i would certainly be introducing hi savita thank you so we'll have we'll give you an opportunity at the right time farid dipen very nice uh, who else we'll certainly give everybody who is in, who is interested to be a mentor to basically you know give a chance to share their own leadership journey especially how their personal challenges in life you know kind of groom them to become a leader over a period of time and i'm going to be asking you some questions karisma thank you uh, thanks a lot so we'll be coming to everybody and in case if i miss somebody you know certainly be uh, you know 
feel free to basically raise the hand. We probably will not get a chance to introduce every participant. The goal here is for those who want to volunteer to be a mentor, essentially get a chance to talk to everybody, uh, you know, introduce themselves and go from there. That's the overall goal that we have. So with that, uh, you know, while we are waiting for a few uh, and some of the leaders may have some time constraints. We'll be giving them a chance to others. When you're introducing yourself, people may ask you questions as well, just to get a better sense of your background, a better sense of who you are, where are you coming from? We already have 28 participants, which is really good uh, in the sense where you have. I'm just curious, how many of you attended uh, the leadership sessions we held in 2020 and 2021? Sahid and Bipin, we are there for sure. Uh, just curious, anybody else? Karisma has got her name permanent, hand permanently up. Others can also put their hands that way, you know, we can basically work with you. Very good. Hi, Lavinia. Thanks for joining. Hi, Tushar. Hi. So, Lavanya, the way we are trying to conduct the session today is, and we probably will have 35 to 40 people, is leaders like you, and Surbi would be joining us as well, 715, uh, would be introducing themselves, share uh, their leadership journey and some of the philosophies, and especially how some of the personal challenges help them groom to become a leader. And let people ask them a few questions just to understand what areas they're willing to mentor. We'll go through that so that we have, and we have a couple of volunteers who want to do that. That way people know who are our key volunteers uh, from mentorship perspective. And then if we have time, we can you know, open it to the floor if they, people want to address any specific questions. And then in subsequent events, we can focus on one or two specific mentors work our way through that. But the goal is to basically start the process uh, you know, overall. So before we have our mentors, and I will start, Surbi will be joining in a couple of minutes. Lavana, any thoughts you'd like to share from your side as we kickstart the event? No, I think that sounds great. Tushar, uh, it's all about connecting the right people with the, the right strengths. Uh, and I think uh, I would love to explore my strengths and understand other strengths and opportunities here. So um, I'm, I'm all, I think I think you have a great agenda. We can start. Thank you. That. Thank you. And, you know, as we are waiting for uh, one of our key members to join, since you will have to leave soon, you know, one thing, one, one, feed, one, th one thought process I want to share and something which Lavanya and Farhana could not join us basically shared on the leadership forum. And that is on feedback. And I did not read, read through the article, but I also worked in Facebook for some time in the past. And one thing which I learned on that culture and Lavanya, I would love you to you know, talk a little bit more about is why is it important for people to be open to receiving feedback if they want to grow as a leader? You know, you can do all of your self-analysis. You know, you can learn about run from books, but feedback process, especially coming directly from people, always helps and always, you know, helps you to groom yourself as a leader. Lavanya, why don't I, you know, turn the mic to you to, for you to share your thought process, especially what you learned in uh, feedback, uh, sorry, in, in Facebook. By the way, feed, oh. Facebook itself is getting a lot of feedback nowadays <laughs> from all over. <laughs> it's, it's not just about Facebook, but what I've learned in the past and I keep learning every day is three things about feedback that I like. One, you, every person have, has their own blind spots. You think that you're doing a certain thing, you come across a certain way, but it's how people perceive of you that you are not aware of. So with your blind spots, feedback is the best way to uncover those blind spots and get to know how you're being perceived by others. That's the first thing I like about feedback. Number two, I think feedback in a, is a, 
has a negative connotation to itself. People are scared or they feel they are threatened or they have, um, they're being told something that they don't want to hear. So when people give me feedback, for me, it's all about they're taking out time from their life, consolidating their inputs and thoughts and telling me that means they're vested in my growth. So always consider feedback as people investing in your growth. And that's what feedback is a gift. Feedback is nice to receive always receive it well. Uh, and number three, again, as I said, have an open mind about feedback. Don't try to um, try to correct them because their feedback is their truth. It's their perception. It's their truth. And there's nothing wrong about what they're saying. So don't try to correct them. Don't try to justify yourself at that, at that moment uh, because neither you are wrong, neither they are wrong. It's just to be looking at the same thing with different lenses. So it's important to know what others are thinking about you and hence feedback is important. So those are the three things that comes to my mind when I talk about feedback. Makes complete sense. Anybody would like to add, I'm just going to help a mentor join. Anybody would like to add their own experience in terms of getting feedback from others? I think I can go. Uh, I think in feedback, most of the time, the uh, person who is mentoring can take things personally or try to put their own experience into uh, the other person's uh, life and try to give them solutions or something um, or, or, or consolation or whatever um, from their experience. But I think feedback is, uh, is, is actually that you need to listen to them and you need to understand them and be open with your own mind. So that actually opens your horizon that helps you understand things even more better to a different level when you hear your own criticism. And, you know, that's, I think, awesome. Completely agree. Completely agree. With that, uh, great thoughts from Lavanya and Savita. I will start the event uh, with one of our guest mentors, uh, uh, you know, who has agreed to join and share a thought process. Surbi, welcome to the event. Welcome to the meeting. Thank you, Tushar. Thank you, everyone. Nice. So the way we are doing it here, and you'll be our first mentor, you'll be sharing with us your own leadership journey, how you have basically grown yourself over a period of time, what are the factors who have basically helped you shape and become the leader you are, and whatever extent you feel comfortable, given that it fits a group, how sometimes in life, personal traumas and challenges actually bring the best out of us. We don't have to get into confidential details of life, but how they basically groom us and make us even stronger leaders than people who actually face this. And we, you know, so that's one part of it. Uh, and then we would love to know the areas where you would like to you know, help people. The way we want to structure this whole mentorship process is if people have questions and stuff, we would like them to share it on the FitSale Leadership WhatsApp group. And then we all will try to answer it. And then people who are interested, who have shown interest in helping the person, the person he or she can connect with them directly. But for that, it is very important for them to understand what are the areas and what level of, or what kind of careers you would like people to advise. In this process, me or others may have some questions for you. So over to you, Surbi, you know, we'd love to uh, know your own leadership journey starting all the way from, you know, early on from your school, college days and how it has groomed oh you to become God. where you are. I don't want to <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you feel comfortable. <laughs> no, I, th I think I'll just give a very short synopsis of, of my career. I think that'll help people think through 
um, you know, how you, you make various transitions. A lot of times we think of career as a very linear progression. And this is something that I have learned through my journey that, uh, of course, growing up in India, you have very few options, right? It's not like you can try to be an accountant or a lawyer or whatever. I was told that I could be an engineer or, or a, a doctor, and I chose engineering. And then once you get in that path, a lot of times we feel that we are constricted into a very linear thinking that, okay, you start with engineering, you become an engineering manager, and you just keep going. In my life, I have zigzagged a lot through life where I took opportunities that were slightly tangential to what my core skill set was to explore other things, right? Uh, whether it's marketing, sales, and, and I know a lot of people have made those kind of digressions from the linear path. And I think that is the best way to explore what you really enjoy doing. You have to figure out, you know, uh, one of the big things that we see in kids who are growing up here in the U.S. is so find your passion. We did not have that opportunity. And, and I still think there is a fine line in finding your passion and also figuring out what you're really good at. So if a person's passion is music, but they are not, you know, the next Sonu Nigam, you know, maybe you have to be careful about just finding your passion. You have to marry your passion with what you are good at doing. So I zigzagged a lot through life. I tried product management. I tried sales till I could figure out something where I could really shine based on my skill set and where I could really provide value to the organization. So I would encourage everybody to, if you have, if you are in an organization that gives you that ability to try different things than what you're doing today, you absolutely must do that. A lot of times people, junior people in the company come to me for advice and I, I tell them if you have ability to do a six month internship, trying different things within the company, do that. It's an absolute, absolute blessing in the companies where you can do that. So I myself started as a network engineer. Um, I was very technical, hands-on. I got a CCIE. I was at Cisco. I went to a few startups that, you know, did not pan out well. And then, you know, after several iterations, I ended up doing product management. And I was at Google for 10 years doing product management. And that's how I came to Juniper Networks, also starting uh, product management. But now I have taken on a completely different role. Again, another challenge which is leading the global customer experience for the company. So, so that's my short, short journey of my career. That's, that's amazing. And I uh, would like to specifically see, um, you know, if you want to share some thoughts, a lot of time people feel a little scared when they have to go through this career transitions when companies have very different technologies over a period of time. Yeah. When you're in Cisco and HP, it was a different piece of technology. Netflix was in a different business. Mm -hmm. You saw the business transition from DVD to streaming. Later on in Google, you're in YouTube, Google Cloud, and many other teams. And Juniper, again, was back to the networking world, but very different networking world from what you left you know, right. 10, 12 years back. Right. How do you manage these transitions from technology and product perspective as a leader, given that sometimes you're managing people who are actually technically more capable than you? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. In fact, I think it's very important for leaders to hire people who are kind of uh, filling the gaps that you may have in your skill set. So if over time I have lost my ability to do hands-on work, I would want to enhance my team with those skill sets that I may be missing. And I think it's important for leaders to understand where they are, where the gaps are within their own learning and in their team's learnings and be able to hire for those. So hire a very complementary set of people within your organization who can fill those gaps. 
uh, one of the things that that has helped me that um, I'm always always trying to learn new things and staying current on on what's happening in the industry uh, what's happening in the space that I'm working in for example if if when I was not a juniper I was not doing that but now that I'm a juniper uh, looking at what Cisco is doing at what Arista are doing my two big competitors so always keep a pulse on what your competition is doing and second thing is always stay close to your customers I don't I don't think there is any role in the company where not knowing your customers will not help. That's too many knots. What I'm trying to say is everybody should understand and know and be able to um, articulate the pain points of your customers. So stay close to your customers. Uh, whatever role I'm in, I, I raise my hand. I request the sales team to give me an opportunity to meet customers, uh, to be a fly on the wall, listen to the, what the customers are saying, how they are giving you feedback. Don't take it personally. Just listen understand, empathize with your customers, then you can go back and help them and, and make your products better. So uh, two things I've always done, understand the market, the competitive space where you're in, and then be close to your customers. Makes complete sense. And what I'm going to do is I do have another question, but what I'm going to do is the number of people who are going to be mentors who have volunteered to be mentors and they'll be introducing themselves later, but I want them to comment, you know, Lavanya, Savita, uh, Bipin, Farid, uh, you know, and others who basically have volunteered to be mentors, would like you to comment on uh, whatever Surbhi has said and see and if you can correlate with some of your own experiences to add to what Surbhi has said. And there was a comment which was made in the chat, I think from Lavanya, the thought pro that growth and career should not be linear. It's a very deep statement. So would love to hear your thoughts so that we can make it a little bit more interactive. We certainly will hear more from Surbhi. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I had one question. So uh, Surbhi, you, you said you made switches in the different, how did you make the switch? Because I I, I, I also made a switch, double switch I made on mm -hmm. my role and so com company. That was, it was really tough actually to do the switch, convince others that you can play this new role. So I think one, one thing that I like to look at is no matter where you're, which project you're involved in, you'll always find uh, places or aspects of the project that nobody wants to touch. Either it's very tricky or it's something that is really non-rewarding, right? It's, it's not gonna get you the limelight or something, but it's an opportunity to do something that is very much needed and that will give you an ability to do. So sometimes you have to take that grunge work on. That's a good way to make a, you know, that segue from what you might be doing your core work. So if you want to uh, talk to your management and say, hey, I want to do a 20% project, you know, I will not my, not let my work get impacted, but I want to do this shadow work and go shadow a product manager or somebody and tell the product manager that, hey, if, I'm giving you an example, right? In case you want to learn that, tell that product manager, maybe a friend or maybe somebody you know, that I'll do a little bit of work for you just so that I can get an opportunity of learning and I will give you a little bit of breathing room by taking on some of your work that you may not be super interested in. So that has worked for me in the past. And, and I've tried sales like that. I have shadowed sales teams to see, you know, how they interact with uh, customers and what kind of pressures they feel when they have to get the, uh, you know, dotted line signed. And I have to tell you, I, I never enjoyed 
and sale, you know, where you have to get, but I really enjoy the interaction with customer. So as you do these kind of, you know, side engagements and involvements in various aspects, Vipin, I feel you start getting an understanding of what you enjoy yourself, right? So you have to kind of find that, that sweet spot between what you enjoy and what you can bring to the table and try and, and find the balance between the two. Makes sense. Lavanya, anything you would like to add from your side based on your own experience? Uh, my career also has been very uh, non-linear. As we said, I started with sales, I went into product, I went into um, programs, and now I'm finding operations, and I found my sweet spot. Uh, I think um, I got lucky uh, to be able to make those switches. And again, whip into your question, um, it's not easy to make switches. There are multiple ways in which you can justify yourself and justify the, the manager that you're going to work under, the leader you're going to work under. Either go back to school and learn new skills and start Switch, making the switch based on the skills you learn from um, school or um, try to look for opportunities within your organization where you are able to volunteer. The world needs more volunteers. Uh, there are people who always want to push back on work. And if you raise your hand and say, I want to take on that work, then you will get those opportunities. So I was able to do that um, in multiple um, organizations in the past and I was able to make those switches. And I feel like I found my sweet spot now. Uh, and, and as Surbhi mentioned, try to learn every facet of an organization because that's what a leader should be looking at is always wearing that CEO hat, always looking at um, the big picture. And the only way to, the only way or one of the way, uh, main ways you can do that is by uh, learning all of the facets of the um, operations or organization. Makes complete sense. I'll, Bipin, I'll, I'll say something with you and then I would love Surbhi to add something more to it is. Number one, whenever you make a transition, make no mistake, it's a risk. You go through a lot. You certainly have perpetrations in your heart. You are not sure. And that's that's the key part of a leader. Because I'll you know quote, it was in Hindi, but I'll quote it in English. If the result of a fight is already known, then it's not a battle, it's not a war. And so if you win it, there are no, there are no rewards. That's the fundamental nature of life. It's the first important thing. Second thing is, so we mentioned a very something very tricky and important, which is sometimes in life, people do not want to pick up something. In one of my recent jobs, there was a very big privacy-related initiative I was working in one of the big B2C companies. Nobody wanted to do it. I finally ended up leading it, a hundred plus people team with four different engineering teams. And it was a harrowing experience to start with, helped me emerge a lot as a leader. And in that process, we did, uh, I think somebody's saying that option speaker can be in speaker mode when they speak. It's you only on speaker. If oh, okay. I am not sure how that works. I'll try to figure it out, Silpa. So, uh, so, you know, when I was leading that particular initiative, what was happening was, uh, you know, so when I, same thing with Surya said, it was a very tough experience. So how do you get through it, right? So me, Surbi, we also have other forums which we run, you know, through some of our underground alumni organizations. And I used to reach out to people. I reached out to my mentors. I remember once reaching out to Surbi also for help. It's okay. And I still remember in one of the conversations, it was, I still remember the date. It was around middle of June, 2020. And Surbi said, Tussar, this is all good. Go back and reread the book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Uh, and it was on creating win-win situation. I still remember it. Surbi, if you remember that conversation we had. And I read that book way back in undergrad. And like my usual style, I thought I know everything. I actually <laughs> went back and reread the book. After Surbi said that, I reread the book. The interesting thing is, when I applied it to the scenario I was working with, she was correct. And I could easily figure out a number of solutions through that process 
in what I needed to change. It's okay to reach out to people for help. Get it. With that, I have the next question for you, Sudhir. A lot of times, people like you know, my career path was in the beginning in a very went in a very straight way. You made a very interesting decision pretty late in your career. You figure mm-hmm. out that hey, you've got good technical product skills, but in order to become a general manager and a leader, it does not hurt to go back to school, which you did. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know, you went for a general management program at Harvard Business School. Uh, from now, it looks very exciting and glamorous from outside. But if I remember from our conversations during those days, you used to get up at four o'clock in the morning, do your classes from five o'clock to twelve o'clock, then actually. work do your office work till 6 or 7 because you are leading a team of 20 people uh share some of those experiences because you know some of us in the community of senior grow as a leader how was that i mean you know and just yeah. to be realistic with you guys for when you share your experiences first and then i'll share my thoughts i was just going to say two things uh, first of all that taking time during your career right at at some intermittent stages to get additional um you know certification additional enhancing your career and your skill sets is it's always a good idea depending on where you are in your journey and where you want to go um and it it takes it takes hard work i know people who have done part time mbas and it's it's grueling work because you're working as well as going to school at the same time however i think at the end of the day it it, it will pay off uh, that investment in yourself will pay off um the second thing i wanted to say to share that book uh, that i suggested to you i absolutely believe in what i said and i that's the principle i live by at work and in personal life too um whenever i can is find win win solutions there is always a way to make things work for both parties whether it's like when i think of solutions and products i think of think of what is good for the customer as well as what will impact the bottom line for the company similarly in any situation internally where you're leading a lot of cross functional efforts between engineering product management between sales and product there's a always some level of friction which is good however at the end as as a leader you have to think of can i really find a way that really meets the needs of both the people whenever anybody who has gone to a negotiation class an advanced negotiation class it's not about trying to grab the most it's about figuring out how the two of us can come together to the table and convert our 10 dollars each to maybe a 50 dollars rather than trying to take the 20 away or the 10 away from the other person so you end up with 20 it's better to think of how can we put our resources together and make even more out of it together next complete and savita you wanted to share some thoughts along these lines well my career has been unfortunately or fortunately for me very linear i have progressed in the same field worked in the same field for over 30 years and what and that I field just, is can you share with us a little bit i was a financial planner um, you know a financial advisor and i just retired uh, end of last year and so it has been but my life has had lot of ups and downs and uh, different turns so in in one way or the other we end up playing the role and the challenges of a different uh, uh, scenario or people or 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 profession or or challenges so it has been very interesting life uh, for me and now i want to just share it what i wanted to ask surbi is that uh, you know everybody can learn from all these experiences and no matter whether your career is going linear for whatever reason 
um, or it's it's going uh, with uh, lots of challenges, twists and turns, and uh, anyhow, your destination is always one destination everybody has, and you have to reach to that destination. So how to overcome all these challenges with your personal challenges? Now I'm, I'm out of this, this, uh, this chain, and I want to help others uh, with the, all the things that I've been through. And uh, I switched, uh, actually in, in a way that I was a math major and I came here and I did finance. So it, it was a different uh, uh, career path I chose, but that was right from the beginning. Anyway, so biggest thing is that how do we, uh, you know, cope up with these challenges that are frustrating point there are many points where I was just totally frustrated. And I said, okay, let me give up one of the, these three things that I'm doing. Um, mm -hmm. How do you, uh, you know, advise people or, you know, cope yeah. up with that yourself? And let me make it yeah, more straightforward for uh, the question much more succinct. What she's asking is your personal challenges. You have to raise the kids, you have a career, you probably may have a divorce case going on. How do you manage through all of this and still basically build yourself as a leader? And maybe if you can share with us without getting into any details of your life, how yeah. actually some of those challenges built you as a better leader, yeah. which you yeah. probably would not have been if your life was much more simple. I, I think I, I agree with that, Tushar, that, that the challenges that I came across actually helped me become a better leader and a better person. Um, but Savita, I understand what you're saying. When you're going through the, the hardest part, you know, post-divorce, which all of us have gone through, um, that is a time when, when, you know, at least I did that, that I had to put my career on kind of a back burner on, on a slow pace that, you know, you cannot. I had to focus on kids, focus on finances, focus on getting everything in order before I could start running again. So I, I did have to slow down on some of the professional things to make sure that I was fully available and you're right, it, it's very taxing. You cannot be going full engines blasting on your career as well as home, as well as all these other challenges that all of us have faced. So at different times, and, and I want to give all of those people hope, people who today are, are embroiled in, in that, going through that ickiness of, of the you know, post-separation, post-divorce time. And you're like, oh my God, will I ever get back, you know? to where I was or where I want to be? And my answer is yes, you will. Uh, because you know, once you have gone past those challenging years and when the kids are younger, it's, it's very, very hard. You're barely sleeping, you have all kinds of stresses, but it gets better. It gets better with time. You get wiser with time, things calm down in life, and then you can again turn around and give your career all you got. But it's okay to take a break and let it simmer for a while you know, before, before uh, going full, full speed again. By the way, you answered the question which Lavanya asked, like, can women have it all? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> That's a Very well said. Another, another thing, you know, I, Manpreet had a question, Manpreet, maybe I'll let Surbi answer it. I'll just give it a preface. He was, his question was, how do you convince the management essentially to sponsor you for like an MBA program and all? I mean, I'll let Surbi answer it, but the way I have always looked at it is when the organization sees a long-term potential and value in it, in whatever you are doing and you have been delivering results, they're willing to invest in you. So it's not a lot of people think that, hey, you know, that person got away with it or, you know, he had good relationships, he got through it. But sort of, I mean, would love since you have, you have a recent experience 
and I would love to hear, and we some of us had heard in the IRE circles, mm -hmm. how the chief product officer was now the chief operating officer of the company himself, yeah. suggested you and sponsored you and, you know, and has trusted your abilities. Yeah, so I, I think, Tushar, you're right. You have to build that, that trust and that relationship with your leadership where they can see that you are invested in the long-term success of the company, right? If you are, if you are just uh, thinking of you know, figuring out how I can get the education and move on, it will show, it will reflect. So again, it's, it's that mentality of win-win. If, if people have not read that book, I would highly encourage. I mean, I always have copies of that book, multiple copies. And whenever I have to gift somebody, I do, do try and give that book. I, a lot of people, my friends don't like me because I give them gifts of books. That's the best gift I can think of. But I so, think for that, your friends need to meet certain criteria because I have not yet got any gift of books from you. <laughs> <laughs> so right. I need to get to that level. But I um, need the advice to read the book. That's yeah, you know, it's not so. So I did not reach that level, but I get the message. I get the message. But it's, uh, it's a great book because it'll teach you not just about professional, um, you know, achieving your professional goals and win-win relationships. It also in personal life you have to think of, you know, how do you come across as very genuine as as a person of integrity that if the company is investing in you uh, and for example some of you may know that at the end of this year i had an opportunity to step outside and be a cpo in a startup and and i had to it was very hard but i decided to decline that offer and stay with juniper they had invested in me and i wanted to stay back and do my best and see if i can really impact bring impact to the company to the leadership that has placed that trust in me so it had you have to go in with that mindset with that feeling and with the thinking and i think it'll show in in your conversations and in your interactions if you genuinely feel that it'll come across makes sense i have two things uh, so one is uh, lavanya Quickly, for a minute, if you can share your thought process. You worked on Facebook for a long time. Uh, Cyril Sandberg and her book, Lean In, is very famous. Uh, a lot of people have read it, including me. Anything you would like to share from your thoughts? And I sort of, you told me that there are a lot of Lean In groups which run here in Bay Area as well, right? Would love both of you to share some thoughts, which probably will, not just for the women, but for men as well, some of the key learnings both of you had uh, from that book. So maybe Lavanya, since you worked in Cyril's organization, start from you, love to hear from Surbi as well. Lavanya, you are muted. Sorry, I read the Lean In book a really, really long time ago and I had written to Cheryl at that point, even I wasn't at Facebook. I didn't agree with a lot of her points at that at, uh, when I read that book, um, mainly because I think she... Her book didn't me uh, wasn't very inclusive of some special cases like mine, where I was an immigrant and she asked me to lean in. Uh, but again, those were the challenges I had at that point. Once I passed all of those challenges, leaning in for me right now is all about um, contributing and having an influence in whatever areas I can. That is leaning in. Um, if, if there's somebody who's coming up with a problem, it's to lean in to help them solve the problem. It's about um, showing the North Star to the organization. That's all about leaning in, contributing in the ways that you can, um, being your authentic self and just being bold about it every single day. Um, you don't have to go the extra mile to do the actual work. You don't have to be responsible or accountable, but it's all about contributing and making or enlarging the pie every single day. That's, that's lean in for me. And that's what I do every single day. Makes sense. And I think that really will resonate with what Surbi said, 
that you basically stepping in to pick up that kind of roles and opportunities that others are not. So that's a lean in, right, Survey? Like you essentially lean in to pick up those opportunities which helps you, uh, which you know help outsign you in the organization. Uh, one thing which I would like to share just to continue service thought process, uh, not getting into a lot of details of my own life was in 2013, after I got separated for the tough time, I'm being very open and sharing with you all is in 2013, November, I decided to prepare a list of things which were not there in my life. You know, my house had to be sold because of the process and, you know, very tough divorce process which I had to go through. So I literally, in November, when I prepared the list, the list was pretty long. So guys, if you start comparing your life, you'll see that the list of things which we do not have in our life is very long. So I literally cried. It was November 2013, I literally cried. The next thing I did was I tore off that list and put that in a garbage. I've never looked at that list lever, home, car, facilities, bank account, this, that. I decided to live my life the way I wanted to. And I wrote it on one of a piece of paper, which said that my divorce is not going to define my life. My strengths will. I decided to go back to my days in my undergrad when I used to win national level championships in debating and did a lot of things over, I mean, by the age of 31, I had already done my undergrad, master's, MBA, and was a banker on Wall Street. I decided to bring back some of those things. That is just to tell you guys that sometimes it takes you to time to come up, but sometimes you have to just go and dig up into your own past, which you were there before you got into a relationship and bring that thing out of it. And since then, life has been, you know, working our, working our way through it. One thing on which we will love to hear your thoughts uh, is a book I'm very passionate about. And I remember a long time back sharing with you as part of a leadership forum, a different leadership forum was a book called Starting With Why by uh, Simon Sinek. A lot of you and me, all of us try to make decisions in life of what we want to. And it's an amazing book. We'd love to hear Surbhi's thoughts. Surbhi at one point of time gave it to her direct reports or her team as well in Junipers, he told me. And the interesting thing was I had suggested the book to Surbhi a long time back. And later on in one of our you know, other coffee chats in a different forum, I was asking something similar, which kind of reflected on the fact that I had not given a thought. And Surbhi pointed to me saying, so, sir, you suggested me the book and you're not following what you said. So we wanted to share your thoughts because that will be very important for people who are thinking of making decisions, such as starting with why your thoughts and how your team basically took it. Yeah, that's a, that's a I'm, I'm smiling to myself because just today I was in a mentoring uh, session and I told somebody to read that book again because <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about strategy and, and I was telling her that before you propose any strategy to your leaders, you should think of you know, why we should do this. So the more you go into the layers of why, you'll be able to articulate very crisply why the company should get behind the initiative or invest in it. Um, so I, I think, I think the, the ability to figure out, you know, figure out where we want to go in the long term is, takes time. And I think if you are able to spend time thinking through where you want to go and why you want to go there, you know, taking stock of where you are today and figuring out where you want to be in five years. And this is a question a lot of interviewers ask, and, and it's, it's a challenging question. People prepare a lot like, you know, I want to be leading a team, I want to be doing this, but sit, sit by yourself and not for anybody else. Write down where do you want to be in five years? What are your goals? Whether it's personal, professional, uh, you know, about finding a partner or finding a job, whatever it is, I think it's important that that we figure out those goals and, and go into some some self search mode where we can analyze what we are looking for. Are we looking for 
contentment, for happiness, for more money, for like you said, house or car, whatever. And once you articulate that, try and go into the, into the next level of why. Why do you need this? What are you trying to seek? And when you get that, you know, what would you achieve? And why? And the more you peel the layers, the more you'd be able to understand that what is it in the deepest core that you are trying to get to in life. And I think it's important for people to know. And then I have done that self-analysis many times. And the amazing part is that that core might change with time, with age, with wisdom. You know, what we are looking for and seeking in, in life changes. So it's important to, you know, come back and, and take stock of that thinking a few, uh, you know, iteratively. Makes sense. Farid, do you want to share your thoughts? I do have no, something here. I just wanted to echo what Surbe is saying, right? So usually what I do is every year, like especially around holiday period, right? I do sort of self-introspection mm-hmm. where I am and where do I want to go, right? But what I wanted to echo here was usually I coach my team, right? And a lot of people, I do tell them, hey, what is your long-term goal? Is it five years, 10 years, where you want to be? And a lot of them have challenges because they don't know, because they haven't thought through it. So I give them a tip. The way I tell them is, okay, it could be if you want to be, let's say, somebody like Bill Clinton, identify some personality. Maybe it is within your company or maybe it is somebody outside or identify your role. Role model, you identify a role model or a designation, right? Hey, I want to be a head of product management or I want to be the best chef in the, let's say, state of California, right? So you identify and see who your role model is and then try to list down what their qualities are that you admire about them, right? And then sort of you do your own skill and assess your own assessment. Like, okay, how, where I am, And what does it really, I think, will take for me to reach there, right? And then work with your mentor or maybe with your manager to have that discussion, right? Hey, this is what my ultimate goal is. Then start to put small, you can say, roadmap items, right? Hey, next six months, this is what I'm going to do. In other six months, this is what I'm going to do, right? So that's how you will be progressing towards your goal. Like one very simple example I tell people is, let's say, hey guys, you are you want to go to say Seattle, right? And you want to drive and you sit in a car, but you put the wrong direction and you start going towards LA. So here you are wasting time. Like you are putting a lot of efforts. You are using your resources, but you're not going in the right direction. So you will never reach Seattle. So similarly, you should know what your end destination is then start putting your efforts towards that. Yes, it might take some time to figure out what your end destination really is. But once you know that, that's where things start to come into the place. You know, this is a very good point. Pretty much my thing. Very good point. Sir, were you saying something? No, I was just going to agree with Farid that, you know, that that step one is figuring out where what that goalpost is that you're creating for yourself. And then step two is to create a roadmap to get to that yeah uh, yeah one of the one of uh, somebody uh, whom we invited on a different forum I'm a manager and mentor it's president of vmware samit dhawan i'll share his 10 leadership lessons we circulated it among our own alumni sometime back uh, you know when he talks about making career decisions it says that know your north star 
and sometimes mm-hmm. compensation and designation can take you in a different direction where you need to sometimes you have to make that judgment in life and you know he has got some really good principles i'll share with you guys it kind of resonates with what farid said he's like a role model for a lot of us including me and we i i may not get where he is but at least if i follow some of his principles and his qualities i'll go much further than where i am right now that's a very good way to think about things we'll come to you savita in a minute so be one interesting perspective we would like to share and this uh, and would love your thoughts lavanya as well after this uh, different stages of our career and growth you know when we go through all of this process of separation and then build our life it's but naturally at different stages we sometimes end up trying to compare our life with others in terms of the house we live the neighborhood we live the car we drive what our kids are doing how good we are it's com- i mean i got over it in november 2013 i don't but it's a very common problem i do sometimes get into the 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 career aspect of people as well and somehow the thoughts are typically negative <laughs> positive thoughts really come negative thoughts come in hey you know i started at the same place the person is doing much better than me what's going on how do you deal with those kind of feelings which come in even though you know that you are running a different race with a different set of constraints parameters the starting points were different and life is not taking you through the same journey so your destinations will not be the same at a given point of time it's a very interesting feeling with a lot of people go here would love to hear your thoughts in terms of how you deal with those feelings or how how have you thought about them i think one of the things that i uh, learned early on like when i went and and i think i have been on this journey a, a little longer than most of you here so i have been in this um, in this mode for almost 12 years now right and i think at some point when i made the decision to step out of Uh, my marriage i decided to not worry about what people think or say and and i think that was the time that i stopped comparing myself or my children i i think i have never ever told my children or compared them to anybody on the planet i have always told them and and i i'm so glad i learned this early on when they were very young that everybody is unique everybody has their own path and everybody is special in their own way um each one of us is unique i mean if if none of us have the same fingerprint how can we have the same life trajectory so you know such a beautiful statement right and and i also feel that in in just like the glasses half full and or half empty life where we are at it could be much better but it also could be much worse so i always think that in the spectrum of life you know of of this scale let's say i'm somewhere in the middle and instead of comparing to to anybody else who is on either side i just say uh, you know a, a sort of a prayer of thanks and and this is something i do literally every day i live with a lot of gratitude um i i have taught my kids as well and i would urge all of you to do this do a gratitude either a gratitude journal or get in the habit of the end of the day before you go to bed if you are a person of faith just thank you know whoever the creator whoever almighty you believe in or if you're if you uh, are you know a non believer then just thank the the world around you the energies around you that you had you lived one more day happily peacefully right without any incident i i take absolute pleasure in in small things in life i'll sit with my cup of tea and i'm like this is bliss you know for, for right for, now you are sitting on the beach yes exactly and sipping my cup of tea so i'm i'm in a blissful space so i'll so, share a very interesting incident which real incident 
I have a son, his name is Tanav. Some of you may have met him. And I was once walking with him and I was a little bit worried about his grades. He was in fourth grade. And you know, I, have, I have a habit of worrying. And I was telling him to do this, 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 this. And that around that time, me and Subhi were organizing an event for a different forum. And we needed to coordinate. So he called me. So I put her on speakerphone and I told her like, hey, look, my son is not listening to me. This is what he needs to do. So then Subhi was like, Subhi did not address me. He addressed my son saying, Tanav, <laughs> Don't worry, forget what daddy is saying. This is what you should do. Now, my son says that, daddy, Surbi auntie gets it. This is what he said. <laughs> I'm like, so I was, and I was not, I, I did not, I was not in that mode at that time to have Surbi yeah. take the conversation in a different direction. I switched off the speakerphone. I said, Surbi, you are not talking to my son anymore. <laughs> Surbi was like, don't worry. My other friends also say this. Now, a few days back, a few days back, I was thinking and reflecting on something else which we had discussed in a different forum. And one of the advice she gave to us, a couple of other people was, sometimes you need to just sit and chat with your kids, forget about career, forget about anything. Just sit and chat with them like friends. So a few days back, literally a few days back, Monday evening, I sat down with my son, I hugged him and I wanted him to share things with me. I can't say all of those things here, of course, respecting his confidentiality, but he came up and said so many worries or so many things which is going in his head and heart which we might laugh upon, but when I addressed with him, he felt very, you know, very, very, very much at calm, you know, and yesterday evening also we had some conversation and I'm finding that those conversations are really helping me build a bond and realizing that he is different from everybody else. I'm just trying to relate a few things so as to give you guys a color into what she's Surbhi is saying is something which we have all lived through and are worked our way through that. Lavanya, um, in a minute or two, would love you to share uh, some of some of your, you know, uh, things we have seen you sharing on Let's Talk, as well as, uh, you know, comparing life with others, comparing not kids, but generally life with others. Would love to hear your thoughts. We'll then come back to Surbi because I know we'll be losing you in a few minutes. We'd love to hear your closing thoughts, and then we'll move over to um, other 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 mentors. Oh, I've I've been miserable when I try to compare my life with others. Um, we all. <laughs> <laughs> I took a year and a half break when I had my son, and I thought my life was put on hold. Uh, I I was going to be out of workforce forever. Uh, I just didn't enjoy that phase. So I've learned my lessons in a very hard way. I com- I try to compare myself with my peers who were like moving ahead, and I just felt very behind um sooner or later and those are all in my 20s my 30s actually taught me to be much wiser Um, they taught me to be um more uh, you know kinder to myself Uh, and i learned that i was my own my only competition uh there's no competition in life and that's exactly what i keep telling my son too there's no competition it's just you against yourself and how you make yourself better each day so i stopped comparing myself I stopped um, uh, being hard on myself I just started enjoying my life Um, I started doing things that really uh, brought joy to me and I built my own trajectory and I started working on my short-term and long-term goals Uh, so my yardstick was my short-term and long-term goals Uh, who were my board of directors that I wanted to uh, work with Uh, and I would recommend everyone have a board of directors they could be your friends your peers your uh, managers your previous um, colleagues or whoever it could be people who are industry experts people who can uh, who have their um, uh, minds in the right place towards your career and they are going to invest uh, invest in your career have your board of directors and just um, go with them Uh, So that's the one big thing that I did was um, 
carved my own trajectory, uh, had my short-term and long-term goals, and had I had my long view clear. Uh, that helped me not to compare myself or, you know, like everyone has their own swim lanes. I just followed my swim lane. Makes sense. Makes sense. By the way, just to pull your leg, you said, I was like this in my 20s. I was like this in my 30s. Since you never talked about 40s, we have a good idea how old. <laughs> <laughs> I just could not help putting the punchline. So we uh, would love to hear your closing thoughts. We know uh, you have some time constraints and things going at your home. Would love to hold up some of the key thoughts with which you like to leave everybody since you have been through this journey. You know what people are, what they're feeling, what they're thinking, what their aspirations are. Would love. We probably will have you and other mentors. We'll probably organize more focused events. This was more of a kickoff event for the year. Mm-hmm. We will basically pick up specific topics and go much more in detail and depth. But yeah. your closing thoughts before you go. Um, the closing thoughts, I would say that, you know, reach out to each other for help. Don't hesitate. You know, once you start speaking, you will see that there are others in the same boat. And because nobody spoke up first, you know, nobody really was able to share. So have the courage to be the first one to speak up about your challenges or if you see somebody in the group. And and, I mean, this is a great, excellent support group. and, And it's, I'm so happy that this forum exists today. We did not have things like that when I went through my challenges, but I still found a, a little group of friends, you know, close friends who were in similar boat and, and we would share our challenges, talk about kids, talk about career and remind each other that whatever we are going through is temporary. We will all come out the other side shining, um, lean on each other to get advice, to get guidance on how do we face these challenges, work and home and everything that we have to manage. And, and remember that if you have to put your um, you know, career for on, on a slower pace for a while, that's okay. If you have to take a break after you have children, that's okay. At the end of the day, it all evens out. It all balances out. So just stay hopeful, stay positive and, and you know, reach out to each other for help. Yeah, yeah. and really thank you. We want to respect your time because we want you to come back. And I need to build (laughs) my credibility with you so that we can have you back in other events. Uh, Hopefully, a lot of us will see you on our uh, our hike on Saturday morning. So, yeah, exactly. People who attended the event, you know, if you have other questions, you can ask during the hike if you want. Oh, my God. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) No worries. No worries. (laughs) <laughs> no worries. Maybe I'll skip the hike now. <laughs> no worries. No, no, please. Bye, Thank, you. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Good. Thank you, Sirbi. Lavanya. Lavanya. I'm here. Yeah. So why don't we now turn to since you know we started with her since he had to drop off. Uh somebody has made a need to drop. Can we can okay, that's fine. So Lavanya, now we will like to turn attention on your own career journey in terms of the companies that you started with, your education the kind of stuff you have done um, uh, and then you know Facebook journey and now you are in match.com which owns tinder as well if I'm correct <laughs> and you're oh, learning in real life now I need to connect with Lavanya <laughs> right. uh, so we'd like to hear your thoughts um, in detail of your journey especially whatever you feel comfortable with in terms of challenges you had faced um, you know, especially how you turned your personal turmoil into professional victory and professional successes. People will be asking you questions as well. I will step out for a minute. So, you know, I'll let you run it. I'll step out for a minute uh, and we'll back in a minute. But over to you and why don't we start hearing from you? Okay, yeah. I'll be back Thank in you. a minute. Thank you. Thank you. Um, as my name suggests, I am uh, from Hyderabad. <laughs> uh, I've done all of my education there. Uh, I moved to the US in 2005 and I worked uh, 
previously in India as well before I moved here. Uh, as I said, I started my journey in sales uh, that was fresh out of college. Um, and I moved into product, I moved into program, I moved into um, uh, managing global markets. I worked in organizations like Federal Reserve Bank, I worked in pharma, uh, companies like Genentech, uh, then moved into um, supply chain with, uh, with Facebook and then moved into global operations. I've my journey has always been about um, uh, the, the changes I've made in my life and my career have always happened when I felt underutilized in my roles. Um, anytime I felt like I wasn't getting uh, 100% out of my day or 100% out of my skill sets and I wasn't learning more, that's when I always made a pivot, um, either within the company or outside of the organization. Uh, I When I left um, my Federal Reserve Bank, um, my, my dad actually was very surprised and shocked. And he was like, you're leaving a stable job, which is going to potentially give you tons of bonus and tons of um, pension plan. Are you sure you want to do this? So I was like, yeah, because I'm not learning anything and I don't want to stop learning. And I was, again, this was, I think, um, 12 years ago, 2000. 11, 2000, yeah, 2010, 2011. And I'm like, I'm not ready to uh, um, settle down. I need to learn more. And I moved into a much smaller company, traveled a lot, worked for 20 hours a day, several, several weeks and several months. So for me, um, it has always been, uh, what am I learning or uh, how am I growing? So uh, I'm a person who always associates myself with success. Um, and every day has to be successful every project has to be successful um that's my drive that's what keeps me going every single day um facebook has been a little bit of a so my career actually was moving from an ic to a manager to an ic to a manager so if you folks are looking towards pivoting from being an individual contributor to a manager or feel like i'm a manager, but I'm not feeling energized. Uh, feel free to talk to me. I've made those changes multiple times and I finally found uh, what drives me and what motivates me. Um, in my current role, I am um, a VP of uh, global operations at uh, Match Group and I focus primarily on trust and safety, customer care, customer experience. Um, and Again, so much of customer thing, for me, user is always the center of my day. Uh, and building great teams is what I focus on doing every single day. I don't want to solve problems by myself. I like to hire people who are the experts, and I try to empower them, and they solve the problems for me. So I am a leader who um, believes in just being a coach outside of the football court and just telling them how to uh, move the ball. But I actually don't do it. Uh, I motivate them. I mentor them. I coach them. And I hired the right people and I just let them make the decisions and move forward with it. So I place complete trust in my team. I focus my energy and my day in building great teams and I um, represent them and I'm a, I'm a huge team advocate and we all focus on the user. Makes sense. So, you know, before I ask a few questions to you, I'd like the, the audience to ask any questions that they have. Good. So let me turn around and, you know, I do have a few things I wanted to say, uh, ask or share with you, uh, Lavanya. And the thing is, as you went through the whole process of, you know, separation, divorce, you came out of it. Tough time, you know, and uh, to get through it, you also have a son, like also a couple of us have a kid to manage through. That process, that phase, how did that impact you as a leader in terms of your clarity of thought or things that you learned? Uh, in that process which helped you build you as a leader? I think I, I when I um, was going through my personal changes, I, I don't think I 
handled my work leadership skills very well. I didn't want to come across vulnerable to my team. And I was I was at Facebook leading uh, US 2020 elections at that time. Team was going through a lot of stress. Uh, global operations was dealing with all of the, um, the content and behavioral and ads issues, which elections actually has. So my team was working on very, very high impact project. I did not want to bring any of my home stress to work. But as Surabhi said, you always have to ask for help. True heroes are not somebody who tries to solve problem by themselves. It's about going and asking for help. And that is what makes a true hero. Um, I didn't do that because I didn't need to do that. My separation was a very long journey. Um, we had been thinking about it for several years um, and we were ready. So it was not an emotional turmoil for me. Uh, my biggest stress was uh, taking care of my son and preparing him. And that that came um, that that came over time. So it wasn't like one fine day kind of a thing, Tushar. So I don't know if I can really justify that question. Uh, it had no impact uh, on my day-to-day -day life because um, again, it we had drifted apart for several years. It did not happen overnight. So I was prepared. Um, um, my son was prepared. His dad was prepared. We, we had all prepared ourselves. And then we made those transitions very, very gradually. Makes complete sense. Makes so it did not impact my work. Um, there were uh, times it impacted me personally uh, because of uh, the denial of my family. Uh, so for me to manage all of that uh, was a little tough. It took me a year to uh, convince them that this was the right move for me. But in terms of my work, um, uh, it, it, it hadn't impacted. Amazing. Amazing. You know, that, that different people deal with things in a different way, uh, in a different uh, environment. Uh, in a different uh, you know, mindset. Uh, you know, Lavanya, I just now observed that a gentleman called Sunny has joined our call. Sunny, you want to come on camera? Hoping and assuming you are in US, not in Bombay. Sunny, are you still there? Okay, no. Anyway, the reason I wanted to bring in Sunny was the gentleman from our FITSA group is an amazing guy. Uh, he actually went to India during peak of COVID to help his brother run a hospital in Bombay to take care of COVID, op COVID people who are going through COVID. And I wanted to listen from him a little bit. How did he do it? A lot of us have challenges dealing with our own problems. He decided to put himself in the middle of a fire and what kind of leadership skills helped him get through it? I still remember it. I know Neeta did an interview for you, but it looks like either you have, uh, either you have gone or you are you know, uh, not there uh, at all. Savita, anything you would like to say based upon whatever Lavanya just now said in terms of her own journey? I, we know you have a, you're a linear career, but you probably would have had similar challenges, personal challenges, professional challenges. Would love to hear your thoughts uh, to corroborate what Lavanya has been, uh, Lavanya said. And thank you, Lavanya, for sharing. I actually very much in sync with Lavanya and what Sarvi said is ask for help. That has been my mantra uh, because uh, everybody, we all have our unique uh, situations, personal situations. In my case, my husband um, didn't want anything to do with the kids or, uh, you know, so I was left with so many things that I didn't know how to deal with. Like I didn't know my car uh, had some issues and how, where to go and how to get that uh, fixed. So simple things in life. I didn't hesitate reaching out to people. A lot of people shrugged me off. A lot of people shrugged me off that, oh, she's going to be a burden. She'll be asking us every day something or the other. Um, I kept asking people, whoever gave me answer or whoever showed me the path, 
I took it and I embraced that. And um, I ran for it and did my own research with that. So that's what brings the qualities in you when you don't know anything and uh, you learn and you start thinking on your feet, uh, especially you know if you have two uh, boys and uh, teenager boys, it's not easy to raise teenager boys. So all of their challenges were first time things to me. And I had to think straight on my feet and uh, discuss that not many people are there to help you, but there are a lot of people to help you also. So never hesitate asking for help. My success is only because I was not hesitant asking people for all kinds of questions that I thought are very normal things, but I didn't know those. I didn't know those. I, that makes sense. Thank you. Thank you, Savita. Lavanya, somebody Can asked I add to what Savita sure, just please, mentioned? Please, um, please go ahead. As, as you start opening up, you'll be surprised how many people have actually gone through similar experiences or have met people who have gone through similar experiences. And there's only one way to do that is by just talking or opening out yourself. When I started talking about it with my colleagues and my, my leaders or my manager, um, I was surprised to know that they have gone through similar experiences. And they started sharing tips with me. They started sharing their insights with me uh, and what the recommendations were, how to, like two of my colleagues had gone through um, uh, divorce of their own parents. And I started asking them about what did they have an experience as a child? What should I bring to the table and how should I prepare my own kid? So you'll be surprised how many people around you are having similar experiences, similar trajectories, similar challenges. Um, and there's only one way to find out is by just opening out yourself, asking for help, asking for questions, probing more, showing or uh, being just vulnerable. It's very, very powerful. People think being vulnerable is weak. Uh, being vulnerable is the most powerful thing to do. So don't be afraid to do that. We as Indians always feel like asking questions or coming across as ignorant um, is uh, or or stupid is actually um, is a weak point. It is not. Uh, it's okay to ask questions. It's okay to um, uh, say that I don't know certain things and, and just opening out yourself. So Farid, uh, I'll come to you a minute. Go ahead. Absolutely. Like okay. I am totally in sync with you. Perfect. Thank you so much, Lavanya. Thank you. Farid, we'll come to you in a minute. Um, Mamta Gangwar, she is in Canada, Toronto. And, uh, you know, she has said a very important point. It says being empathetic is one of the key leadership skills. And, you know, I would love to share with you guys something at some, um, towards the end, I'm going to share something very interesting with you guys on my screen. But Mamta, why don't you elaborate that a little bit? And, uh, you know, Lavanya, if you can add to it by sharing the concept of emotional intelligence with the team. So um, would love. So Mamta, why don't you share some thoughts and then we'll like, uh, yeah. uh, please go ahead and switch on your camera. We would love to see you. Toronto oh. is very far, but video can work. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I think my first message did not go through. So as Savita and Lavanya were sharing their thoughts, and I completely echo the great thoughts that Lavanya, Surbhi, and everyone are sharing. Um, when uh, Tushar, you asked the question how the personal challenges has taught. So when Savita was sharing her that ask for the help, what I realized is going through these personal challenges uh, teaches us one of the key skills, which is empathy. Sometimes when everything is going great in your life, you forget how to understand other people's feeling. And when you go through these personal challenges and you uh, ask for the help, you uh, experience the rejection, you really understand what empathy is. And once you understand that, 
it helps you to grow as a leader uh, in the workforce too. Um, I, I can put my example, like, I think I'm a good team leader, but um, going through this personal journey, now I think I can easily put when someone comes to me for help and when I manage my team members um, and when someone is not able to perform to that level, earlier before I went through these challenges, earlier I was like, why, you know, you should do that. Like you're paid for it, but now it makes me think at least take a pause. It may, may be something's going on in his or her life, right? And then I start opening up with my teammates and now it's like my team is like my extended family, which I'm very proud of to say. Like it's like became that kind of extended family that I moved my locations from Atlanta to California, California, but they always keep calling back, you know? So I think getting that empathy feeling is really, really important. Beautiful. Lavan, anything you'd like to add from your side and then we'll come to you to Bipin. I would like to add one uh, small thing, sure. if may I? Okay, so empathy is absolutely the most powerful thing we have. But in my life, I have experienced people do also try to take advantage of you, your vulnerability, your situation, right? And to know when to stop it. And it is not easy to stop it. It is not easy to put shut the door you know, to that or put, put uh, a curtain between uh, those, uh, whatever you want to call it, the situation is, but you have to do it. That's what makes you strong, wise, and helps you learn from your own mistakes. That's what I felt that is one of the very important lessons I have learned that has made me successful. Beautiful, beautiful. Lavanya, your thoughts on empathy and emotional intelligence as well. And then uh, we'll turn to I will take empathy words. to the next level. It's called being compassionate. Um, empathy is to understand what others are going through or um, providing support uh, while others are going through issues or challenges. And that's empathy, not sympathy, but empathy. But compassion, being compassionate and showing compassion is taking it to the next level to actually put into actions. Um, so as leaders, I would urge people to be more compassionate and take empathy to the next level. Emotional intelligence, um, and empathy go hand in hand because uh, emotional intelligence is being aware of your own emotions and being aware of others' emotions. Uh, being aware of my emotion is um, how am I feeling right now? Am I feeling happy? Am I feeling sad? Am I be being upset? Am I angry or am I um, feeling excited? All of those, uh, being aware of your own emotion is one thing and knowing what others are going through and what your actions or words would impact others' emotions is emotional intelligence. So as they say, it's not the wisest or the smartest who survive, but people who respond to changes quickly survive. So emotional intelligence is being all of that, is being able to respond to changes quickly, uh, managing your emotions well, uh, being aware of your actions and your speech uh, and how it's impacting others. It's not what you say, what you do, but how you make others feel. That is all about being emotionally intelligent. Makes sense. So, Bipin, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead, Tushar. Bipin, you uh, you mentioned this article in the chat. I actually have read it. This guy, yeah. Daniel Goldman, who actually invented the word emotional intelligence in 96. In the Harvard Business Review article, uh, What Makes a Leader, which is, talks about emotional intelligence, is what started the whole journey, right? Share yeah. with us if you have read that book and that article. Yeah, sure. It has been lying for a while. 
So this is a great book on emotion. You have a book? Can you share that book on the screen? Yeah. So this is the book. Uh, we can take, see. Take it. Take it up a little. I've read this book. Amazing book. Yeah. Amazing book. The book. It got a little bit dusty, but uh, no, no. You have to yeah. take the book up. Yeah. What's the title of the book? On emotional intelligence. Amazing book. Yeah. And then name, yeah, and there's a chapter in this book. Uh, can you show that chapter properly? Which one? No, no, no. You can show it from the top. It is there, featuring what makes a leader. Oh, in okay. the, on the on the on the on the top right corner, it it says featuring. What yeah, makes a leader by Daniel Goldman? Bring yeah. the book down. That's fine. So this book, this is a must read for everybody. I've read the whole series on collaboration, communication. I'm going to share a quick slide with you guys at the end. This chapter in this book changed the way leadership is looked at. So Bipin, you can't refer at the book. There's not an exam, open book exam. Share with us your thoughts. This is like Indian, you know. <laughs> we don't leave. So, exactly. So I'm like a practical learner. I, I can't recommend you any books. And we just recommended book, one. Don't skip. Answer the question. What did you learn from this book and the chapter? I'm going to make your life tough. Yeah, it has been a while since I read this book. So I would just say, like, you know, some other things I would, like, you know, like self-awareness. Like, you know, what is... So people are not aware, like, you know, with the way they are, like, you know, emo, their actions, the way they talk, even your tone, how it impacts, like, you know, the others, like, you know, response and reply. So this is a, this will kind of open up, like, you know, how to be self-aware yourself to validate, like, you know, for example, you can take a feedback. That's one of validating it. You may think something uh, you can wait, but the way it perceive could be something else. So this uh, covers part of emotional intelligence. And also, like, you know, having those empathy and compassion, that's important. We can't make, uh, like, an empathy and compassion come to it. Has, something has to be inherent. But when you experience yourself something bad and people come and help, like, in Firse, I think you're going to be much more compassionate and empathetic persons. So I would just say, like, you know, uh, uh, this book also talks about, like, building good social skills. And I would say, like, that helps you make a good leader. So I would just say, if, like, you know, one science that you, you can say you are a good leader, people come to you, like, you know, asking for some help, guidance, or a pat. And if you see people around you in your group, Asking many people asking you about certain things, that's a good sign. Like, you know, if you could be the best you know, genius there, but nobody wants to, like, you know, approach you, or they're a little bit like, you know, uh, feel like, you know, okay, maybe ask the other guy. So, that will, uh, that is, that is thing where you are a good resource, but not a leader where you can collaborate. So, as a part of collaboration and doing work together, it's important that uh, people actually are like looking up to you, asking for help or like, you know, something on that ground where they are putting you as a leader, like, you know, you are our next Neta or something like that. So exactly. Elec elec elections are coming up in UP yeah. if you want, you know. <laughs> so, Bipin, uh, I want to take a minute to thank you for something, and that is you, Sahid, and others, and all of the people. You guys have created an amazing forum of Firse. It's a very good example of empathy, a very good example of emotional intelligence, a very good example of uh, what Lavanya says is compassion. What I'm going to do is I'm going to share something unique with you guys on the, on the screen. You'll not find it in any business school book. It's a little bit confidential. I have developed this over the last 14 years. So, you know, for those who, my own career in five and in in 30 seconds, undergrad in electrical from NIIT and master's in computer science, both my undergrad and master's was in artificial intelligence. I worked as an engineer for six years, Intel and Sun, mobile communication software, you know, different areas. Full-time MBA in Stern in New York, became a banker on Wall Street, was in private equity for six, seven years, came back to Silicon Valley. And then I have built businesses as a product leader at VMware, Facebook, Twitter, Dell, Amazon Web Services. 
And over a period of time, I've developed a collection of leadership thoughts. I'm going to share one slide, but I'm not going to bore you guys by going through the slide myself. I would like any of you or all of you to pick up different points on that slide and elaborate whatever you want to say around it. Let me share this slide. Uh, and this slide essentially, can you guys see my screen? Yeah. Yes. Good. So here is how I have worked upon. Um, this is a leadership principle slide. There's a very famous book I always recommend people to read. It's called Extreme Ownership. How U.S. Navy SEALs win, uh, lead and win. Amazing book. This book talks about, you know, how do you basically, let me see if I can get the chat out. Uh, so, you know, how, how can you take some of the principles from war into corporate world? But this is a leadership slide I have developed, which I follow on a daily basis. I'm running some big initiatives right now. Vision-driven motivational leadership and a strategic thinking with flawless execution. These are the key points. And there are four personality traits around it, which are very required. Excuse me, somebody has to uh, mute themselves. Thank you. So emotional intelligence, change management, collaboration, communication, written and verbal. I can go through this for hours and we'll do that at some point of time. That's not the purpose today. I wanted to just introduce to you this to you guys. And what I want is if any of you want to pick up any of these topics and share your thoughts, I will really welcome it. I'm trying to encourage more people who want to be mentors to share their thoughts in a structured manner for others. And that way we can continue this process going forward. Anybody want to volunteer to pick up any, any, any box or any bullet point and elaborate a little more? Lavanya, maybe on emotional intelligence side. Yeah, I was going to say, I think we've uh, spoken about emotional intelligence. I think Bipin shared some useful Very insights good. too. It's all about, again, as I said, self-awareness and uh, uh, social awareness. Those are two things that are that are critical. Um, uh, but I think it looks like somebody wants to talk on communication. But that, yeah, sure. um, communication, uh, cross-function collaboration. Uh, these are really great points, actually, Tushar. I, I'm, I'm, you know, this is all put in one slide. This is amazing. Uh, all the truly um, principles that leaders should have. Um, and I also like the quote that you had, there are no bad followers. They're always bad leaders. Bad leaders. Um, uh, and again, uh, my, my favorite quote for leadership has always been, leadership is not a title. It's a behavior. So we can all be leaders in our own ways, but we just fail to be leaders. We want that title or that authority to start acting and behaving like leaders. So my urge to this team would be to not wait for a title, not to wait for a uh, authority to be given. Influence without authority, leadership without authority is much more powerful. So um, that that's what I would want to leave uh, the leadership principles but i think we've dug a little bit more into um, emotional intelligence that will need its own session in itself um, i'm happy to lead conversations around that absolutely communication anybody would like to pick up that oh sorry i think manpreet wanted to and then prakash wanted to on collaboration start with manpreet on communication and prakash on collaboration oh i think there was some overlap between the communication and collaboration but uh, there's always there is always there is always overlap between all of these boxes you yeah. can't be good in one without being in the other right but go ahead and share your thoughts on communication um, yeah so I, I basically wanted to talk about the alignment of interest so probably that falls in the collaboration so i wanted to share a, a small thing that uh, i i used to work on the technical projects before um, and uh, a lot of time, you know, they would get deprioritized, you know, or they won't have that much of impact or, you know, 
there would be you know misalignments and all so i came up with the like i tried to solve this problem so i you know built some templates around you know defining a goal and you know taking all of the stakeholders um, views on what they think like having a specific like feedback column and noting down every person's name and writing you know what they have to say about the goals and the milestone and then incorporating that uh, to finally come with the more aligned goal and get it approved with all the stakeholders and uh, and not just doing it at a very high goal level but also do, doing it at a work stream level milestone level uh, at the decision level uh, when we are planning things and also at the execution level uh, and i have found that uh, after i made this change the projects have been lot more impactful and there has been lot more engagement uh, and it it has impacted um, even uh, you know even to the level of impacting the head counts and hiring and you know allocation of resources in the team so yeah that's amazing prakash on collaboration and one second before lavanya drop off um any last words you want to share with us she's already drop off no worries uh so good uh, prakash anything you want to share on collaboration yeah uh i don't know, i think i turned on my video are you able to see i don't know. it's just no worries can you see my screen yes, yes i can see yours okay yeah I, i'm okay good yeah yeah so i think i, I do see i think it's good that you you kind of summarized uh, tushar everything in, in one i think i mean as manpreet also said there is some commonality like you know for a few points within the collaboration also falls under the the emotional intelligence but it's good to have that one uh, i should say one sheet uh, uh, vision about uh, what, uh, about all these points i think it's good so regarding going back to the collaboration i think i i i find uh, at least in a workplace it, it it applies to anywhere it's just not only the workplace and then it also uh, reminds me of uh, of a book as well i think I'll, i'll tell about that i'm not able to recollect the title of that book at, towards the end so uh, everything that we do i think whether it is it's at work or anywhere else i think people tend to look at if what is in it there for me like you know i mean people get interested Uh, or anyone it gets interested in any conversation or any work or any project or anything only if they see that uh, they have something uh, something that they got to gain so that means they can sense there is a win win situations for the person who is doing the work and the person who is getting it done so that is such a and i noticed that uh, at at my work as well anytime uh, if i i cannot really push few things through somebody's throat if they see that it is it is not really going to benefit so it has to be put in in, a, in in such a way that like you know we have to show them the vision like how that win win situation would really help them that is one thing i noticed that is one good point that you you put in the collaboration and uh, and also aligning of the interests uh, i think it kind of goes back to the win win only but the interests right but you know like you, you um you, you can take like you know maybe resources become one of the biggest issues at especially in the us right now but uh, the work does not get reduced but how does uh, like you know one gets uh, the work done from an employee and then you know who's overstretched and others right so there has to be something like uh, if if somebody is a manager or somebody has to really 
uh, tell like you know how whatever they are doing collaborating on any aspect is really going to uh, align with their interests it, th- their interest may be moving with a career growth like you know somebody you, you may have a ta- basically aligning the tasks based on the individual's interests basically you're just playing to their strengths so that plays uh, a, a great uh, that goes a long way in just trying to ensure that we get uh, alignment and then a good collaboration very so, good very good anybody would let me stop sharing to make sure i can see some of the chat messages which people had thank you prakash yeah. lavanya dropped savita biani dropped uh, let's see we have um, anybody else who would like to pick up any of the topics that we had on the screen share their thoughts i the reason i want to do this is one of the main purposes of this forum is not just for me or somebody else to come and give their you know inputs we want people to come and be a leader and share your thoughts as well so anybody would like i'll bring up the screen uh, the slide again uh, anybody would like to share thoughts on any of the any of the boxes or the or the points that you have um bipin yeah actually i don't know what to cover in this box maybe i can uh, there's a few mentors in here maybe they can offer something maybe somebody can uh, want needs that offer like especially so i can what i can do is that because i came from like you know doing a double switch from an ic to a manager recently so what the transition normally within the company is easier the switching between the companies harder how to convince like you know how to like in you know, a go about in a manager interview role and what elements are involved and uh, that can help people who are making a transition from ic to manager uh, because i also got a lot of ic software better offer but i still took a cut to go to a management position <laughs> so like you know you have to be have, to have some passion but if anybody wants in guidance in that definitely uh reach out to vipin city yeah vipin city one stop one stop solution for ic to management and emotional intelligence that's how you <laughs> define vipin city going forward guys by the way reason i pull vipin's leg a lot is i have known him for years now uh <laughs> anything um anything else you guys i don't want to keep you guys for the whole two hours because we'll have this sessions more frequently and neil you have we wanted to share something or uh, comment on that particular slide let me know sure sure yeah hi uh, hi tushar uh, hey everyone my name is neil ayer so tushar first of all uh, thank you you're doing an amazing job moderating thank you this panel is very energetic uh, really helpful and insightful thank you so much absolutely um you know i think a lot of fantastic comments by surbi farid uh, lavanya savita and all of you on on so many of of the leadership principles i one chord that resonated with me uh, and, and just for context my background i currently work at meta or, or facebook uh, as as a, as a people manager and before this i worked at tesla a mechanical engineer by training uh, so work on hardware products like uh, like something like this that you might have seen oculus is this oculus yeah. um that's uh, the that's the future of your company that's where he wants to put 10 <laughs> billion dollars man um yeah so one thing that that really resonated with me uh something that, that lavanya alluded to is you don't need a formal title to demonstrate leadership right uh, i think that's something that even i uh, early part of my career certainly had a little bit of that misconception is like oh first i will get the title and then i will show leadership and and that's such a wrong way to think about this and leadership doesn't have to be limited to what you do at work you, you can demonstrate leadership in your personal life uh you can do it with volunteering um in fact a small story that i have uh, just has to do with 
um, how I grew personally a lot in, in volunteering last year. And uh, one of my passions outside of work is to mentor my high school students where I grew up in Baroda, Gujarat. Um, oh, really? I've been to that place called Vadodara. <laughs> yes. And I stayed in a hotel across, there's a hotel called Surya near Station, very big. Yes. I lived in a hotel called Ambassador across Surya. Yes. And there were nice Siyaji Park. And uh, did you go to MSR, uh, Madhara Sivaji Rao, Gakwad College of Engineering? Uh, no, I studied in uh, Vellore, Tamil Nadu. Um, VIT. Yes, but I grew, up, I grew up in Baroda. So uh, definitely very connected there. So uh, one of the projects that I wanted to do with my school is start a mentorship program or like start um, a, a channel for alumni to come and share their career journeys to inspire the students. And I had to navigate the uh, student body, the teachers, convince them that it's the right thing to do. And I, I spent more than 100 hours volunteering last year to do it. And for me, that was a great growth journey where I could, I feel like I could demonstrate leadership without needing a formal position. So uh, just one message to anyone who's wondering like, hey, like how, how do I make that first step? Uh, towards demonstrating leadership and and you don't need a formal position and if anyone wants to discuss that more in detail happy to connect one-on-one absolutely uh, thank you for your time absolutely and i'm assuming you're in the philsey leadership forum channel the whatsapp uh, not yet but i i'll I, I yeah, try. certainly 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 do that certainly do yeah. that thank you uh, anybody else wants to uh, share their thoughts before we wrap up and I strongly encourage you, must have heard from all the leaders, reach out to people. Fitz Leadership Forum WhatsApp channel is the right place. You know, it's, it's a good place for you to go. Uh, we have already have 100 members or so. I think we can have up to 256 members in a WhatsApp group. So we have enough spots for people if you want to go, come. No questions are stupid. Personal, professional, you know, work our way through that. So let's do that. This was a great event, hopefully. All of you uh, benefited. People who have been patient enough uh, to remain here all the way through the end, uh, 16 of you. Uh, if you want, uh, you know, those who feel comfortable, if you want to just introduce yourself, uh, we've already heard from Banpreet, Bipin, Prakash, but Vasist, uh, Anita, Mona, Arti, Minu, uh, Kalarot, Avinas, any of you want to just switch on your camera, introduce yourself, perfectly fine that we will get to know you. And that way, if you reach out to us or we reach out to you, we will be much more comfortable, you know, talking to each other. If you are in a place or in a position where you don't want to, uh, you know, uh, uh, lighten. Aarti, uh, you know, we can't see you at all. It's a little bit dark. Yeah, I know. Sorry, light is a problem. I'll have to get up to No worries. Anybody else where light is not a problem right now? Minu, Mona, Hi. Anita. Can you hear me, Tushar? Yeah, Mr. Vasist, of course I hear, I can hear you. Oh, thank, thank you. Thank you very thank much you. for taking this initiative. It was very helpful. Absolutely. Really read Absolutely. the job, my memory, and it was very helpful. Um, probably Absolutely. I've learned, I mean, I've learned a lot of things today. And Absolutely. thank everyone, you brought a good panel. Absolutely. Uh, well, I was adding from, from, from the feedback perspective, of course, a lot of people spoke about taking the feedback, how you have to take it. How to give a feedback also is very important. Mm -hmm. When you give a person a feedback, you have to have that empathy. You need to have uh, that compassionate uh, when giving a feedback. So that part I thought, I'd, let me add it. Um, very important, yes. Yeah, giving feedback yeah. also is an art. 
Yeah, exactly. You got to give a feedback so that the person at the end comes it out. With it well. the, the three or four components I think has really worked for me because I run a lot of forums that people call me all the time. Number one, understand the person and their challenges first. Right. Do not belittle their problem. Third, put yourself in their shoes to understand Sessions. where they're coming from. Right. Fourth, then try to figure out how to help the person. I read it long time back. Connect before you correct. First, you have to connect with the person to win their confidence before you try to correct them. Because once you connect with them, then you can correct them. Like my son, I'm learning that if I ask him to do some work like writing or something, he doesn't listen to me. But if I sit down, spend some time with him, then he says, okay, let's do something and he will do it. So first connect with the person, then you correct, and then make it a journey over a period of time. And as a manager, if you wait till the annual review cycle to give feedback to people, it's too late. It does not work like that. So, Anita, it seems you are dropping off. Thank you. <laughs> uh, you know, people just say goodbye. Uh, happens all the time in my life. Arti, you are back with the light. So, the light. Uh, yes, uh, Arti, the enlightened one. Uh, you can say hello and you can just, you know, introduce yourself. That way, you know who you are and we can basically you can reach out to us all the time. Hi. Yes, I've, um, I really enjoyed this forum. Um, all good information, lots that I could relate to. Um, so in my journey, I'm at a place where I have been an individual contributor and I actually want to take the next step to move up. And, you know, um, so uh, my questions would be like how to start the journey to leadership and, you know, how to be more influential at work. I know it sounds like the book title. Um, but, you know, th that's the journey I have to start exploring now. Um, and uh, um, also, um, I think Surbi men uh, and the other uh, mentors mentioned, you know, putting sometimes you have to put your career on a slow burner um, to take care of other things in life. And um, I think that is also applicable to me. Um, currently and um, so I uh, right now you know I am uh, looking for jobs and I have multiple offers um, congratulations it's going on in my mind <laughs> so I would definitely love to connect to one of the mentors and right uh, so let me let me actually give you an algorithm how you decide about job offers give me a second sure. I've got solution for everything don't worry you're awesome. Through, we have been, I've been through a lot of these in my life. So right. one of my mentors is president of VMware. He shared with us, how do you uh -huh. basically make career choices and decisions, especially when okay. you're in multiple offer situations? So give me a second. I'm pulling up something. Awesome. Uh, and then I have a funny story to share about leadership. So it's like when you're put into a leadership position. So it, it's a very small incident, but, you know, it taught me a lot about, you know, uh, leading without resources and volunteer efforts. That's amazing. But let me first solve your problem yeah. before we basically take your, uh, you know, you have your say, your thoughts, which are always important. So. Uh, and I'm in human resources, by the way. So. Very good. So one of my one of my mentors is president of VMware. He I've done a lot of sessions with him and he shared with us mm -hmm. over a period of time I've developed a document and lessons from fireside chats with him. One of his lessons is very applicable to you. The okay. flowchart for career choices. How do you make and you oh, can I'm wow. going to copy that in the chat. So yes, you can please. basically take a look at this first. 
Uh-huh. What do you do? What do you work with? How much value do you have? I'm taking a quick uh, picture of this. Please do that. I'll let you take it. Thank you. I just did. No worries. No worries. Thank you. So, uh, you know, it's, think about it a little bit more and you can then use if it's a leadership forum to mm -hmm. ask people and I'm pretty sure people will respect confidentiality and will be more yeah. than happy to help you make. One of the reasons why I typically wanted to create this forum is it's not scalable for me mm -hmm. or Lavani or Surbi or, you know, anybody mm -hmm. Bipin, to basically cater to the needs of everybody. When we have right. a forum, you know, a WhatsApp group, people can come. People can share their thoughts and then we'll go from there. Mamta, thanks for joining. We understand this is going to be, this is 11.41 your time in Canada. So thank you for joining. Greatly appreciate it. Uh, Minu, you want to introduce yourself real quickly? We've yeah. not met you before. And your, your camera, is, you seem to be very far for some reason. Okay, is that better? Uh, Much actually, better. Can you hear me though? Of course, we can see and hear you. Okay. Um... Yeah, I joined this meeting really late, like no at worries. 740. But um, anyways, this is Minu. So I work in Workday. And like Aarti was mentioning, I'm also trying to switch to a people's manager role. I'm right now an individual contributor, been like at this position almost 20 years. And I feel like now, you know, I have to uh, step up or change the role, um, you know, and I feel that those qualities that you talked about um, are um, uh, really great to start thinking yourself as a leader in a role, even if you don't have that role or, you know, title. Uh, I, that's a takeaway from this meeting for, for myself. Um, and having a mentor, I would say that um, whenever anyone like is thinking of switching to a role or a career within your company or other companies, I think having a mentor is a, is a great idea. And that is how that's that's like my first step that I'm looking into. Makes sense. And I strongly encourage people who are looking for these kind of switches, IC2 manager, how do you find a mentor, whatever. Put it on the WhatsApp forum, uh, the leadership mm -hmm. forum. I'm pretty sure somebody will come back and respond to you with a book or a reference material that you can read. So it's going to be everywhere. So that's the way it works. Leverage it a lot. Strongly encourage sure. you to do that. Thank you, Minu, for introducing yourself. Uh, um, Minu, can I connect with you? <laughs> Since yes. On the same trajectory I think you know I just feel so alone um, and it will be great to you know join forces and you know find resources on how you know what we can do for personal development and how we can um, you know leverage that at work. Absolutely. Minu you're local in Bay Area? I am. I live in Pleasanton. Oh and that's pretty close to work day. Very close to work. It's five minutes away. Yeah perfect, that has made perfect. my work-life balance so good so. No and then you're on Fitzy home home group, right? I am. Yeah, Perfect. I'm not that active in That's all right, but Arti can figure out a number to reach you. That's what I wanted to make. <laughs> yeah, she has. I think she is on my Facebook too. Oh, perfect. <laughs> not yes, today yeah, you really connected. The Facebook connection was not really working. Uh, Mona, <laughs> you wanted to introduce want to introduce yourself? You're yeah, comfortable uh, switching on your camera? I cannot switch on my camera because I'm not in a presentable No worries. Um, I'm so never, but I still switch on my camera. That's okay. <laughs> Yeah, I will next time for sure. And I think many of you know me because I'm very active in Firse. I've been Absolutely. part of different places and things. So 
Yeah, I'm basically into technical uh, management uh, role uh, right now. Doing uh, my background is in um, analytics and uh, uh, ERPs. I have uh, worked on several organizations and changed my roles also. And I'm looking for some mentorship in terms of uh, growing to the C level kind of roles or something, if possible. Absolutely. So again, put that on the mentorship group. There are people who are close to those kind of roles and levels as well. Mm -hmm. And in future sessions, we can bring those kind of conversations as well. Yeah. And work our way through that. So thank you everybody for joining. Um, it, it's uh, a it was oh, really good. Really good thank you. Uh, absolutely welcome. Absolutely welcome. I love doing mm -hmm. these things once in a while. And you know, sure. enjoy. Next time when we meet for la dinner, we can make sure somebody pays for it, right? Whatever, ten fifteen dollars that will help. We all we always low in budget. If you say no, no, no. This is not you. I would expect somebody who's joined the meeting. Maybe they can you know pull in money and then give me something. Okay. Don't worry. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you, everybody. And it's dinner time now, so thank you, thank you, my friend. Thanks for doing this. Good meeting, yeah, all absolutely. of you. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank Bye. you all. It will be great. Thank you.